What's good, everybody? Thank you for tuning in to the What in the Word podcast, where each episode is designed to help you develop a deeper relationship with Christ as you navigate culture with the biblical worldview. As usual, I'm going to introduce my brother from a different mother. His name is Jay Baker. Y'all know Mr. Jay Baker. We got all the good stories, all the good one-liners, all the good mic drops. I'm just here for the long for the ride. I'm Sean, but I'm just here long for the ride. And today, we want to discuss if God can use the power of story through movies, right? Yeah. If he can lead us to a better understanding of the message of hope that's found in Jesus Christ uh, so that he can reveal his sacred message to uh, all of mankind. And so... Good Reverend Doctor, what's your take on that? Do you think God can 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 use storytelling to share the gospel message with those who might be spiritually seeking? I I, I certainly do, and and you know me and you are good at finding stuff in movies and TV shows, <laughs> most definitely, and you. Uh, on the other episode, you actually made mention of uh, one of the movies. And me and my son, we watched that little series. I think it's three of them, uh, the God's Not Dead series. Mm -hmm. uh, but, yeah, I, I, I truly do believe God can use uh, movies, the, 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 the power of storytelling. Well, even in, in you might watch a, a series, a TV series. It doesn't even have to be a movie. But I think he does act and uh I think one of my favorite uh, just series of not probably not the the number one, but up there in the, my top three or four is the the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit series where you got this constant battle of good versus evil and good triumphant, no matter how evil and dark the times look. And man, I, yeah, just just to even start with I. I definitely believe God can act and work in that way, but I, I just love the Lord of the Rings and the Hobbit series, man. It's something that I watch every year. Uh, I, I, I like the journey because we're on a journey, right, as believers, and I like that it's not easy, right? We talked about in another episode about safe spaces and different things like that and people yeah. being counseled, but I just think about the journey that you see uh frodo them go on is it's it's a difficult journey it, it comes to the point to even when their group their fellowship is even starting to be divided in certain places and they have to split up and the rest of the journey is just they're separated um but yeah man it's it's i think god works through all of that yeah um but that's just that's just one of them that i i, I really enjoy liking to watch every year Man, that's good, man. And, you know, like you say, the Lord of the Rings is my favorite. Um, one of my favorites. But I think sometimes Christians will believe that the gospel has to be explicitly stated in the art form. And I think sometimes, man, like just to be honest, I still enjoy cheesy Christian movies because I, I, I like to support people who are trying to do things. But sometimes as believers, we don't fully embrace the art form of creativity when we tell somebody's story. So the, the reason I like the Lord of the Rings, because it wasn't explicitly like death, burial, resurrection of Jesus yeah. Christ, but the story was still there. It was still the story arc and it opens up opportunities for us to watch a movie like that with one of our yes, friends. Sir. And then we can 
further expound if we need to, right? And so the theological term is common grace, right? That God has grace towards everyone and God can show himself to people in common grace moments, right? So yes, what I want to articulate is, yeah, the, the movie, the story might not be explicitly, here's a death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ, but that's what we're here for, right? Yes. So yes. you talked about in an earlier episode or another episode uh, about hospitality and bringing food and things like this. This is another way we can witness to people is we can watch yes, movies sir. that we all like. Right. And then after the movie, say, man, what you think about that? And just open up the dialogue, because if you think about it, Jesus spoke in stories. Parables mm -hmm. were nothing more than stories. They were heavenly. They, they were earthly stories with heavenly implications. Right. And then he would go and he was found. And it was to the point where the disciples were like, yo, what Jesus talking about? with, 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 <laughs> with? And so then the teacher would come yeah. and say, let me explain to you what that means. And so we can do that also as we uh, we share the gospel, man. So I love, like you said before, me and you, we love to try and find the implications of the gospel in movies because that's what we're looking for. Yes, and so sir. you have to be mindful to look for it. And, and just to even add, um, it, it's so good that you that you that you uh, pointed that out because yeah, a lot of people think that if it doesn't specifically say Jesus, if it doesn't say the Holy Spirit, or it, that you can't get anything from that. But I think I I, I don't want to be offensive, you know, to other believers, but you're 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 being a little bit too spiritual, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, we watch a movie like God is Not Dead or something like that. Of course, you expect, right, based off of the people that created the movie, there's going to be a lot of talk about Jesus. There's going to be a lot of things that are going to be discussed in that format. But when you think of, I'll give you an example out of Lord of the Rings. When you look at, um, um, I don't remember his name, but he was um, one of the guys that, that that used the sword that actually tried to take the ring from Frodo mm -hmm. right before they went across to the other side. And he realized like he was always watching. It was, you could tell that that evil was lurking in his heart. Right. And he actually tried to take the ring from Frodo. And then when Frodo put the ring on and disappeared and he couldn't find him, it was like, he started to realize like, man, what did I do? And, he ended up coming to help Frodo to get away right after that. Right. Uh, and, and when I look at something like that, what I see is I see that if we're not careful that we can find ourselves doing something that's contrary uh, to the way God is trying to get things done. Uh, I'll, I'll, I'll say it in this way. If God is at work and, they and we'll use this as like saying, say God was was wanting them to get the ring to the place so they can destroy it. He was working against that by trying to take the ring because it was in his heart. Right. Um, to do that. And so if we're not careful, I look at things like that. It's like, man, I got to constantly guard myself because this object, this idol type thing right here has caused many people to fall. Right. Yeah. We. We saw that they couldn't destroy it many years before because of the hearts of man. And it, it, it specifically says that in the movie. Right. Yeah. And Jesus said he didn't trust himself to men because he knew what was in their hearts. Right. And so I see things like that. And I see uh, when I watch that, how 
us how you see a group of people banding together to help the other person uh it's it's interesting because frodo was the main character really that needed to get he he had to leave everybody but he had to get there and so um his friend went with him right he wouldn't he wouldn't let him go by himself but the others had to fight other the, the rest of the orgs and stuff in other places they still but they did it on their behalf. It was like, this ain't about me right now. We got to make sure he can get to where he's going to go. And so it was like, it's not about me right now. And so that's where my mind goes when I watch stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's it's funny. We talk about the blockbuster movies. Like, okay, Passion of the Christ, that did well in the movies. The ones that Mel Gibson does, does well in the movie. And it's it's ironic that uh, Mel Gibson is Catholic, right? Mm-hmm. I've read somewhere that Catholic believers who get into the creative industries, uh, um, they do better at sharing those glimpses into the sacred message uh, than evangelicals. Because evangelicals, we're all about talking, right? And sometimes Ooh. in movie scripts, you can see, like, you could kind of see who's an evangelical when they make a movie because they'll, they'll take a movie... And the script ain't even realistic. It's like, we up here in the church. What Deacon yeah. Jones doing? He counting the money? Oh, yeah. you sinner? You know, it, it just sounds so robotic and forced. Yeah. But Mel Gibson's The Passion of Christ. Morton Scorsese, he said he wanted to be a priest. Mm-hmm. Like, he grew up Catholic. He wanted to be a priest. And I was reading this book, and the author was talking about when, what he sees is when Christians get into uh, the creative arts, like filmmaking, Catholics typically... Um, do a better job of showing, not telling. Uh, and his his hypothesis or his thesis behind it was because of the mystery that they equate to, like even the act of communion, like the blood literally becoming. And so they ha- you have to use your imagination a whole lot more, yes. right? The stained yes. glass windows—they don't have like the big tele, te- you know, teleprompters in the church and this kind of stuff. It's more old school, and and so that's his hypothesis. But I find it amazing. That you know some of these greatest movies, and, and you know Martin Scorsese is one of the greatest directors of all time. And he he had Catholic faith, and, and he and he looked at his movies as a way of utilizing what God gave him, right? Yeah. And if you go o- older, you go storytelling through art. You go through like Michelangelo, uh, uh, the Michelangelo, you know, the Sistine mm-hmm. Chapel, and all those things. Like these were things of art. The old classical music; those were odes to God, right? Uh, and so I think we've lost a little bit of that uh, because yeah. it, it feels like the secular and the sacred, if you will, are separated. But it goes back to that whole thought of um, common grace, where God's grace can be shown through nature. God's grace can be shown through the arts, through music. Uh, yes. So I, I just find it fascinating, man. Hey, it's it's interesting and. and uh, I think, I think even that guy's hypothesis is is very interesting. Where he made that that contrast between the evangelicals and the, and the Catholics, that's something to to even sit and just kind of ponder on just a little bit. Uh, it's 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 crazy because I would say, when was this? I think this was earlier this year. I actually, I actually have a movie idea in mind, and I. I I actually have the characters and everything and 
kind of have like a broad view of how I want the entire movie to go, the opening scene, but I haven't actually sat down and written out a script or anything like that. But yeah, that's something that I'm working on. Go ahead. I got a book for you. Uh, What's it called? Hold on, hold on. I got a book for you. <laughs> Cause I'm I'm writing right now. I'm writing I'm writing a novel. Uh, where's my book name? <laughs> y'all like I need that, didn't y'all? Hey, but so this this person wrote it for books, mm -hmm. but the author originally wrote it for screenplays. It's called Save the Cat. Okay, it's a book on writing screenplays, and it's supposed to help you write screenplays. And so this lady, I got the book. It's called Save the Cat Writes a Novel because they're translating those concepts into writing a novel. And so, but yeah, man, the arts is so wonderful. And pop culture is flooded with religious imagery. And so yes. the question that we need to start asking ourselves is, do we exegete pop culture in order to be able to share the gospel, right? Do we exegete pop culture in order to sh uh, set the record straight. And I know some Christians are still caught up and I don't go to the picture shows and I don't do this. And I like that we yeah. separate ourselves from culture so far. Now, I I'm not saying that you get into the raunchy stuff and look at stuff yeah. that you, sh you couldn't put for your eyes, but I'm saying we're, we're not so holy that we don't know what culture is talking about. Right. And so yeah. we can learn a lot about culture, uh, the culture that we're called to reach with the gospel. And if we can find that in like movies, because everybody watches movies that helps us examine culture because movies are often a reflection of culture. Uh, it gives us the opportunity to set the record straight. Right. Yes, sir. Because one of the, one of, one of the things that I've, I, 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 I was just reading another article. It might be the same book. The guy was talking about the movies. Um, but he was talking about Madonna's like a virgin. Mm -hmm. It wasn't originally meant to be provocative. It was originally meant that she was shamed that she had a like like she had sex out of wedlock. And so it's like a virgin touch for the very first time. But yeah. the way that people interpreted it, they ran with it and they start they made the video sexy and all that stuff afterwards. But it was it was about the audience response. And so yeah. sometimes uh, culture can be trying to make an homage or an ode to God and we can mess it up. Like, I know they sent us and this kind of stuff and this kind of stuff, because I can remember back in the world, bro. I used to listen to the old school Scarface when he had that song, yeah. I never seen a man cry till I seen that man die. I thought that yeah. was the most spiritual thing in the world. <laughs> Especially that part was like, and if you ain't at peace with God, you need to patch it up. I was like, ooh, he's in God. That boy now. <laughs> <laughs> That's how people are in, in, in culture today. They hear a rapper say, God, I, I told you he was a believer. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you just shot eight people. <laughs> 14 times. I forgot all about his mom's playing tricks on him. Yeah. Uh, yeah. DMX used to have all the prayers before yeah. the songs. And so culture will reach out, but it's up to believers to then go and say, hey, listen, I know what you're trying to say, but let me guide you to the truth. You're, yes. you're in the neighborhood like Paul on Mars Hill, right? You're in the neighborhood, mm -hmm. but let me tell you the truth of the matter. And so it's almost like God can allow the arts to tee the ball up and all we got to do is be like you said ready for the harvest we just need to be ready to go into the harvest and set the record straight 
And it, it, and it's very interesting, man. That's really good. When you bring up the arts, one of the things that, that constantly comes back to me, uh, Ravi Zacharias talks about this a lot, but two other people that really discuss this topic or concept uh, is C.S. Lewis um, and Dallas Willard. They both talk about wonder, right? Uh, right. We, we've lost our wonder as we become adults. Uh, and I think that's what the arts do for us, right? We, it, it really plays in on our imagination and really, we can really focus and pay attention to things that we typically wouldn't pay attention to. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, what's interesting, um, I, when I say what this show is, this is not a movie. When I say this, people are going to, they're going to be like, what? You you saw some gospel imagery in this? Mm. But uh, whoever out here, and I know you've seen this, bro. I don't know if you've seen all the seasons. Uh, I, I, I've watched the first five seasons. They're on season six right now. Uh, but Fear the Walking Dead. Say. <laughs> so... That's my oh. show. Hold on. <laughs> uh, yes, sir. That's my guy. For y'all don't know, that's Rick. And Rick don't play no games. Rick got his Colt 45 right here. Yeah, I'm a big nerd. Yes, I'm a big nerd. Colt. Boy, don't, mess with, don't mess with Rick. But go ahead. I'm 45. sorry. Now, you okay. You okay. Um, so on Fear the Walking Dead, because uh, after I had watched the Walking Dead uh, series before, I, and I haven't finished the Walking Dead, I think I was like around seven, season seven or something. I was like, man, y'all doing too much. But I went to watch Fear the Walking Dead to kind of see how things were beginning. There's a character, uh, and she's there from the very beginning. Her name is Madison. Um, yes. And so Madison has uh, her son that's hooked on drugs has a, a younger daughter that's just about getting ready to graduate. And then she's married. Well, now she has a boyfriend mm-hmm. uh, and he has a son and all that. So long story short, Madison, this is the interesting thing. This, this is where I see the gospel in action. So out of all of the things that they have been through, it, I think it starts in like season three or something like that. When they're, they're at that stadium and they're, they have like uh a garden and they're growing food. When they get to the stadium, they have been through all kind of stuff. And what Madison does is she starts to teach everybody her, her both of her kids. And like, she's telling everybody, no matter what happens, we have to, we have to just, we have to do the right thing basically in so many words. And so when somebody messes up or had uh, left them to die or something before, she wouldn't leave them behind. She was like, no, nah, we got to go get them. We just, that's what we got to do. And as after a while, she's killed, right? She ends up, she ends up dying. That's what running for me. I ain't seen that part yet. No, I'm joking. Oh, I'm, I'm joking. joking. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm, I caught just, up, I'm caught up. I'm caught up with Phil Walker dead. I'm, I'm current. I'm current. <laughs> I, I was, I was, I, and that's what I was just about to say. I hope I ain't ruining it for somebody. <laughs> Too late. But, you should have watched it when it came out. But the, the interesting <laughs> thing is, man, like it started to trickle down into all of the characters. They would be somewhere and, and it'll be two of them together or something or maybe three of them. And, and they're like, man, forget them. We just leave and we need to hurry and get back to where everybody is. I'm like, no, because uh, my mom, if my mom was here or if Madison was here, she wouldn't. She didn't leave me behind. And so 
it's it's this attitude like as believers like we have that attitude that um all people are created in the image of god and that there's no hope without jesus the christ and so i gotta go get this person they can't be left right out there by themselves and that's the kind of things that i was thinking about when i was watching that 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 was rubbing off on everybody see that's the thing we if we get to the point to where we're willing to take a stand on certain things and we're willing to be that example yeah. We never know what may rub off on somebody else. And when they're when we're not around. Yes. Oh, man, I, I feel preachy. I feel hey. real preachy right now. I got a rolling. <laughs> I feel real preachy. But when we're not around that person that has begun to uh, to buy into what Jesus has to offer that them watching our example, because we're we're living out the example of Christ. Yes. Can rub off and they can begin to start doing some of the same things that Christ was doing because they saw us doing some of these things. And man, you yeah. know what? I, you know what, Jay? You finna make me preach now, too. You know, <laughs> you know what I love about the Walking Dead universe? Hmm. When Rick and them on the first Walking Dead, I love the I, I love Fear the Walking Dead because Morgan's a bad boy, too. That's my boy. But, <laughs> yeah, that's my boy. But when Rick and them finally made it to the CDC, is it too soon to talk to CDC? Well, when they made it to the CDC, yeah. he said, we're all infected with it. And I was like, wow, that's sin. Yeah. We're all infected with it. We're all dying of it. Come yeah. on, man. Like you can find those, you can find those, that imagery in there all the time. And so here's, here's the thing that what it says in Romans 2.14. Yeah. Paul is Paul is breaking it down about Jews and Gentiles and salvation and all those things. He says, for when the Gentiles who do not have the law by nature do what the law requires, they are a law to themselves, even though they do not have the law. And so people can have godly principles bestowed on the inside of them yes. and do yes. godly things. Things, even though they're not believers, even though they don't have the Holy Spirit indwelling, but when they by nature do those things. So it's it's human nature. It really is. It's human nature to know that I don't kill another human yeah. and not feel remorse behind it. Right. Yeah. It's human nature to know that you don't just go into you can be in some place and I don't know where just go into somebody's hut and steal their stuff. But they chopping hands off all over the world. And they ain't even Christians. Those are not even yeah. Christian principles, right? Those are just, those are just, just innately. The Bible says that, that 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 God has written His law on each man's heart, right? And so we know fundamentally we, what we should do, but sometimes we fight against it, or we're taught opposite of what we should do, and we get comfortable doing the things that we should not do. But here's the thing: I believe as believers, we make a fatal mistake hmm. that we need to prove God to most people, right? That, 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 that we will help people find God. And most people have at least a small concept of God. We act like the whole world is full of atheists and nobody believes in God. Right. Most yeah. people believe in a God, a higher power, a deity. Right. Um, and so what they wrestle with, though, is how should we think about God? That's what people wrestle with. What should I think about God? Even the people say, well, I think this about God. When they're at home at night and things are not going right in their life, they wrestle. and They think about who was God. What is required of me? Why is God doing this to me right now? People think about these things. Even believers think about that thing. Yeah. People think about what is the proper way to worship him. Right. And then people also think, how do we make 
sense of the randomness of life. And that's all that stories do. Yes. Stories make sense of the randomness of life. That's why every story has, if you watch a story, they have, you start out, there's a conflict, right? The protagonist or the person in the story, the main person in the story, they have to wrestle with something. They have to learn something, right? And so they go through this whole arc. They go through all these trials and tribulations. Sometimes in the story, you might hate them by, by, by the time they finally get it. And then they finally get it. They get a resolution and then the end. All yeah. stories have that. Even the gospel has that arc. And so that's one thing about looking at stories is there's an arc. Like, it's really funny that most stories are the same story over and over again. They just present it in a different way. Yeah. They come from a different perspective. It's all about learning something. It's all about growing. It's all about overcoming. Every Disney movie is the same movie. <laughs> yeah. Moana, what does my life really mean? <laughs> yeah. Frozen, what does my life really mean? Yeah. Lion King, what does my life really mean? And they have yeah. to go on this journey to find out what true happiness is in life. Yeah. <laughs> That's every movie. Name one. Shrek. It doesn't matter. That's not Disney, yeah. but you know yeah. what I mean. Is it Disney Shrek? I don't know. I don't know either, but. The Emperor's New Groove. They all yeah. got the same story. Yeah. They start with a problem. They're incomplete. Yeah. They need something. They go through life. They learn. And then at the end, ta-da. And that's why Disney sells I'm, I'm, so many movies. Yeah. It's a formula. It's a formula. And we love and, it. And you know what's crazy? Uh, just to piggyback, just imagine if uh, believers used our imagination like that to really tell, like, because even in a movie that I'm working on, I, I, I'm going to have here and there some little gospel things sprinkled out. But I just want to, the, the reason why I want to make the movie is to tell a different perspective. I'm just going to just say it like this. I want to show a different perspective on people that grow up in places of poverty. We mm. always typically on TV get one perspective of this is how you're going to turn out. This I want to I want to show a different perspective of people that grow up in certain environments and then the outcome to look different than you would expect. And that's all I'm going to say. And mm. so that's that's where I'm going with that movie, man. It's Hey Jay, yeah. I just got to ask you one favor. <laughs> <laughs> when you shoot the movie, can I sit behind the director? <laughs> I just want to sit behind. I just want to hear action every once in a while. <laughs> Say, but you're we right. We, we gotta we make have, it happen. We have to find again. Like, I mean, you can't make it no plainer than Jesus going through the parables. Like yeah. he literally just went through the parables. Um, and so the scary thing about this statement, though. Some people will hear this, Jay, and they'll say, well, why do we need church? Why do we need this kind of stuff? Just watch the movie and get the gospel. Well, the gospel doesn't get the perfect truth. I mean, the movie doesn't get the perfect truth. Hmm. Right. And so we get allusions to the God. We, we get common grace in the movie. Oh, there's a theme of love in this that we can take away. Oh, there's a theme of yes. hope that we can take away. Like you said, there's a theme of discipling and people watching your life that you can take away. But it's still up to us to open our mouths and point them to the ultimate truth that's found yeah. behind that truth that's being shared in the movie and so um i'm an advocate man of if you don't know how to evangelize or witness the people take somebody to a movie that you've seen something of god in it that you can point back to the bible we're gonna say that you can point back to the bible uh take them out to a movie man take them out to dinner afterwards and man, what do you think about that yeah 
Uh, I ain't talking about no Netflix and chilling either. Ladies don't fall for that. Don't fall for that. Not on my watch. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> girl, I just want to take you over to the house and watch a little. No, don't be watching no Grey's Anatomy with him. Ain't no, nope. I don't care how much gospel he found in there. <laughs> <laughs> we'll watch this whole series tonight. Yeah. We're going to yeah. complete it. Yeah, make him go sat down somewhere. Make him take you to a movie theater and out to dinner yeah. and get you home at a reasonable time. Yeah. Well, right now, COVID, we can't do that. But they got they yeah. got right now where you can watch movies uh, on Zoom and stuff. Just just drive through movie. Yeah. I don't know. Just, just, you know what I'm saying. But anyway, and just ask questions like, man, what did you think about that? Like, oh, man, what did you, what did you like about that? What stood out to you about that? That gives yeah. you the opportunity to get to know people uh, and, 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 and be able to say, man, did you know this, this, and this? You ain't got to be able to explain the whole death, burial, and resurrection, but you can give them pieces of life, right? Yeah. You can give them pieces of life. That's why I always say, and Jay always says this, the harvest is plentiful, but the laborers my, my, are few. My. And we need to be able to meet people where they are. Yes, sir. Jesus hung out with the publicans and the sinners, not so that he could act like the publicans and the sinners, so that he can point them to truth because the sick are out there and they sure will go to the movie theater. They might not go to church with you. They'll go to the movie theater with you. They sure will. I can tell you, I can tell you an old series that you can really sit down and talk with some people, especially the the first one. The, so the old Superman series with, with Chris mm -hmm. Reeves. Yeah. If, if you look at how this, this alien figure from another planet comes with all of this power and he he's clothed in the the regular humanity that you see on earth and he's hiding all of that strength and that power until it's really needed right i i think about because i think we haven't watched that i think we, me and my son watched that last year sometime we had watched all of the old ones you know you know part three was crazy with richard pryor and all that <laughs> but we watched we watched the original uh series on superman and man it's you look at that and you can't tell me you can't find the gospel in in this this person comes to earth he dresses like everybody else he he blends in with everybody he, he's just like everybody else and he doesn't really he it's interesting that he doesn't want any recognition for himself he he has to even when he goes to use this great power, he takes off and hides and changes. So yeah. you don't know the, the the regular guy. And and when I look at that, I even look at, I even look at when Jesus talks about the, the deeds, right? Mm. Just do your stuff, man. Uh, it's not about being seen, right? And then he comes back and he's this regular clumsy guy, blended in with everybody, uh, not really trying to show that he has all of this power. And I just look at, and he's standing for humanity against whatever forces of darkness that comes up against it. Uh, and so, yeah, man, there's so many different movies, yeah, TV shows that you can point people to. And then, and then, listen, you could even, I, I love it that you know we can see the gospel in The Walking Dead. Some people that might be a little bit of a stretch, yeah. right? Yeah. But I love it that we can also use movies as a method and a mechanism of discipling believers who are already believers. Like one of my favorite movies. Some people hate this movie. I'm going to tell you why I like it in a minute. Robert Duvall, The Apostle. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Robert Duvall, The Apostle. Because it shows how we are flawed, but we can still have a call of God on our life. 
right? Yeah. And this man was just this man was just out there. He was wrong. People are like I don't like yeah. how, how he depicted preachers. I'm like, there's been plenty of preachers like that throughout history, yes. right? And then at the very end, it showed that he had an affinity to God, even if he didn't have truth, even if he didn't know how to conduct himself, even if he was just a, a carnal Christian. The very end, he was on the chain gang, still preaching Jesus. <laughs> yeah. And so it's yeah. a story of redemption. And so I love when he, like, he made the mistake. He was drinking, killed his uh, uh, wife's lover on accident. And then when mm-hmm. he put that water, and when he put that, that, that old Lincoln Continental in that water and baptized himself, he yeah. came up and planted that little church with that man with that one leg. Man. Yeah. Like, he, 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 he was new. He was stuck. He was trying to new. He was trying to fresh. He was trying to start over. And then at the very end, he didn't run from the consequences. Yeah. He was like, yeah, y'all been looking for me. Y'all been looking for me. I'm him. I'm yeah. here. And uh, especially that part when that racist dude came and was going to tear the church down. He, 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 don't touch that Bible. Don't yeah. touch that Bible. <laughs> I like that. We, I, I introduced you to the machine gun preacher a couple, you know, not too long ago. Yeah. I yeah. like that story because he lost his mind about the vision that God had given him. And he turned That's around it. at the end. But yeah. sometimes we can lose sight. We yep. can lose sight, and you so you can you can watch a movie like that and see somebody who's going through some of those path things, and then stop them before they get there. And say, man, wh- where do you think he went wrong? Another movie, Jay. Married couples, married couples, Mister and Mrs. Smith with Brad Pitt uh, and yeah. Angelina Jolie. Yes, sir. Because that movie shows how they had a common enemy, aka Satan, if you're making the parallels, and they were trying to kill each other over a misunderstanding. Mm-hmm. And then when they got on the same team and saw that they had a common enemy, boy, they they were they they, they were tough. <laughs> nothing they, they couldn't do together. There was nothing they couldn't do together. So man, you can watch movies and find the gospel in yes, those sir. movies or allusions to the gospel. And then so think about that. Working with a, a a young couple who's at each other like pit bulls, right? Sit down and watch that movie with them and say, hey, you know what? We want to help you get to a place of understanding. Where your marriage can flourish and you at the end, they still didn't agree. They still had disagreements, but they knew how to live with each other in harmony. And you bet not try to come out to their household. Think about their kids. Think about somebody trying to come back to their kids. <laughs> movies on top of movies. Yeah. We got them on deck. This is what we do. We might have to do a whole, we, we, we might have to start doing just, just episodes where we just watch yeah. a movie and we just analyze the movie. <laughs> hey, even if we even if we play a scene, because you yeah. like you you brought up that machine gun preacher, it makes me really just you bringing that up made me think about that parable we talked about on the other episode with the wheat and the weeds. Mm-hmm. Think about how his focus was on that vision at first, and he just went all out. But when he allowed himself to get distracted mm-hmm. because uh, all of the the wrong that was being done to that village and people that they were trying to get. That man went off the rails. He allowed himself to be distracted. And man, it's it's some stuff can happen. But man, I'm with it, man. We yeah. can do 15 minutes of watching something and then just talk about it. And man, and it took that little boy to bring him back. That's it. That little boy. Out of the mouth of babe. See, man, this we, we got we got movies on deck. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, ain't, y'all ain't ready, because I'm gonna tell you, I'm gonna tell you another one. The book of Eli. Hey, that's my boy. Oh, Denzel. Hey, Eli had the Bible memorized like he was an old school Pharisee. (laughs) (laughs) 
You want to know how the Pharisees in Jesus day had the Bible memorized and they could just throw stuff out there. That's exactly how Eli had in the movie. Yes. Yes. Being led by God. Just go West, right? He's being led by the voice of God. and He's blind. Yes. I mean, just through dangerous territory, through anything that comes up against him, uh, when they're trying to shoot him and kill him, like he got to the destination that God wanted him to get so that God could preserve his word and so that his word can continue to go forth. Even after the times where everything has been destroyed, man, come on, man. Yeah. You can't tell me if you ain't seen the gospel in these movies that we're talking about right now, man, man, come with it. Come with it. Faith like potatoes. <laughs> yes, sir. Man, there's yes, so many sir. good movies. These are Christian movies too, man. There's so many movies out there, bro. That like, and so you have to be looking for it, and you have to be looking for connection points. Yep. How can I help this connect the story? And here's the thing, as believers, we should see the world. Like Jay was saying earlier, we should see the world as a place that God wants to share himself with. And so what we need to do is we need to start looking for bridges to Mm. share the gospel. Now, it doesn't necessarily have to be a movie every time. It could be a book. It doesn't necessarily have to be a book. It could be a piece of art. It could be a a, a YouTube. Like, we need to start seeing where people are and not Mm. just going out, all guns blasting, blah, 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 blah. blah. Have you ever sinned in your life? You need to get right, you sinner. Yeah. But something in that movie resonates with people. Something yes, in that, that's why we continue to watch movies. And so we find out what resonates with them and say, you know what? This is what the gospel, this is all that the gospel is saying. This is all pretty woman. Come on. We, we could go all day long. Say she didn't feel worthy. She didn't feel like she belonged. Yes, and that man, that man adored her. Yes. We could, we could, we, like I said, the whole, and so, I want to do this, Jay. I, w- I want to do some pitfalls, and then I want to do some stuff to look for in a minute too. But I want to okay. do three. I want to do three pitfalls real quick before we go any in, in, too far into this because I, we can throw all these movies out there. And people are like, but what about that part? So this is yeah. what I want to say. Here's some pitfalls. When you are sharing the gospel, hmm. don't stop short of the gospel. Yes. Don't just stop short with oh that made me feel good. Okay. We need to go on and include God into the equation. So when you're sharing the gospel, don't stop short of the gospel. Don't feel like you showed them a movie and they they just supposed to pick it up because mm. God is talking on their hearts and it's still up to you to speak and share truth. All right. Number two, allow the movie to relate to the gospel message, not the other way around. Mm. Right. So we're looking at the movie in order to point people to the gospel not looking at the gospel in order to point them to and like try to try to cram the gospel into yeah. a movie where it don't really fit. And it's so this good needs stuff. to be our guide, not this particularly my beat up Bible, but the word <laughs> of God needs to be our guide. All right. Yeah. Final pitfall that we need to look for. And there's plenty more probably, but these are three I thought of for this episode. So don't come at me. All right. Three. Don't look for the movie to share the entire gospel message unless it's mm. a movie that says, like the gospel of John, which is on Netflix right now, or the gospel of Mark, which is on Netflix right now. That yeah. might share the entire gospel message. It's up to you to bring it home. Mm. It's up to you to bring it home. And it kind of relates to p- point one, but I wanted to say it emphatically in a different way, just in case you didn't get it the first time. And so it's up to you to share that. Okay. The gospel is not only about God loving you. All right. 
It's also about Jesus dying, his death, burial, and resurrection. So you have, so whatever the movie leaves off, you have to fill in the rest. Yeah. You have to fill in the rest. And so I don't want anybody listening to this episode and coming for us, Jay, talking about, man, you can't find no gospel in The Walking Dead. There's zombies. <laughs> Ain't no zombies in the Bible. <laughs> hey, and, and just to even add on to you, you say you can't just leave it there. You got to keep, you got to add on. I think it's very important that we clarify some things, uh, right? Not leaving it right there, but clarify. Uh, why do you think, share why you feel that this is uh, the gospel messages in this particular part that you just watched, mm-hmm. whether it's just that one scene or it was a, the first half of the movie or whatever it was. Talk to them about why you see that as the gospel uh, help help them to clarify what the gospel message means because yes. some people don't fully understand what the gospel means. They we we throw that word around a lot in our churches where you hear good news or you hear the gospel, and some mm. people don't fully understand what that means. Tell them why that's good news. Tell them why that's the gospel message, and and why you were able to recognize that. Uh, it may be you sharing a personal testimony, right? You see a scene um, where um, uh, I, I think about the, the movie, um, with Jamie Foxx plays the, um, the, uh, the, the, uh, the, the crip, the crip guy that was in the gang, uh, uh, Tootsie, um, man, what's the name of the movie? It, oh, the movie's called Redemption. I was going to say about Redemption, but Jamie Foxx plays the, the, the OG crip from Tookie. California. Tookie Williams. Tookie. Tookie Williams. I said Tootsie. I'm tripping. I'm like, that's a di- but, that was a different movie. Yeah. So that was a- Redemption, <laughs> right? He he plays this guy that goes to jail. He had been doing all of this stuff in the streets. And he's finding redemption in writing these children books and just doing all kinds of things to help other youth not yeah. fall into the same things. And like share, like share, like, man, I, 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 I use myself as an example, man, I was in those streets, man. I, uh, I ran those gangs and I did a lot of stuff and I feel like that as I had that chance to sit down and really think about my actions and God began to work in my life. I understand how you can reach out to certain neighborhoods or certain this and this and that. I, I, I watch how God in my own life was able to redeem me that he can go back and redeem some of those old neighborhoods that I used to run in. And so like clarify with people why you recognize the gospel and whatever message it is that you saw in that movie or that yes. show. Uh, just like Sean just told you a while ago, don't just leave it there. Add on whatever needs to be add on because people need that clarity. They need, they need the clarity of what the gospel message is. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Hotel Rwanda. Look, you know, oh, man, you, you, you know, and I, I know for some people watching this, this might be a little bit like, man, I don't know y'all tripping. You can still do it with movies that have overt Christian themes in it. You yeah. can do it with Harriet, which was a good movie that just came out where she was sl- rescuing slaves and doing it with the power of God. Right. Yeah. Uh, Hacksaw Ridge was another good Christian movie. Oh, that was uh, real good. Yeah. Um. Uh, What's another one? Golly. So that, there's what? a bunch of Christian movies out there where, where Chariots of Fire, where the where the <laughs> protagonist is a believer. Right. You can. Uh, but there's so many out there, man, that like if you just look close enough and you know the gospel, 
Mm. And you know what it entails and you know what it brings. You can tell so many stories from um, from stories. Because from since the beginning of the time, story, our brains are wired psychologically to learn from stories. Mm. Our brains are wired. That's why, listen, Genesis is a revelation. It's a huge story. It's a story from Genesis to the New Testament. It's a story of God interacting with humanity through Israel. It really is. It, from Genesis, it shows when, when humanity was created all the way through uh, Egypt. And we can learn so many stories. Even the New Testament tells us that, that what they did naturally, we can learn spiritually from these stories. We can learn yeah. that if you go against God's will, he will put you in time out. We've forgotten about that in today's culture. Mm. We we explain all this stuff away. Nah, this that, but we forgot that God will put you in time out if you act a fool. Mm. And I don't think that He's changed. He will put you in time out. The Bible says He chastises those He loves. He loves, right? And so then, when you get to the New Testament, it's just the it, it, it's just the apex of the story that Jesus came to die for our sins and now that we can have eternity. And then when you get to like revelation, that's foreshadowing. And Paul has given us this foreshadowing of what we're going to have. So this is a whole story of God's interaction with humanity. And it's the ultimate story that we can learn from, but all stories can be learned from man. Jesus told parables, like I said, um, and even children's stories, man, what, what's the meaning yep. of that story? When you was in school, you read those stories. They, they meant to teach you something. And because it's given to you in story form, you remember it. And so you we can said, learn from stories. You you said something else that was very important, and I, I, I mean you 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 said so much. I'm just gonna I, I, I'm just gonna just add something real quick. You talked about how you got to know the gospel. You know, mm -hmm. it's before you can even help somebody else to be able to articulate some of the things that they see in the movie. You got to know the gospel yourself to be able to sit down with them. And I think that's that's something that's very important. Us as believers, we need to know what the gospel is, right? That's the gospel of the kingdom of God is pretty much Jesus's message throughout, right? He, he, Mark starts off his book by saying, this is the beginning of the good news. Yes. About Jesus, right? The son of God, right? This is the beginning of that. So what's going on in between there? Him showing compassion, him doing all of these different things and then getting to the end to where he wants to die on our behalf, right? And then he shows the power of God by uh, triumphing over death. You need to be able to know some of those things and mm. then you can sit down with somebody. And so, yeah, I just really wanted to add that because you said something in, in the midst of you talking, you talked about you need to know the gospel. That's something that's very important. Knowing the gospel for yourself will open up the door to be able to do this. If you don't know the Bible, of course you're not gonna be able to recognize certain things why you sitting up watching it? You just gonna be like, oh, okay, that was some interesting stuff. Oh, he's forgiving. Okay, hmm. people forgive. People show mm -hmm. mercy. People mm -hmm. this, but it's different when you really spend that time in the Word. And you like that that person uh, is harboring unforgiveness. Look at their life, and then I start to think about like, okay, harboring harboring unforgiveness. Look at this person's life. Look at it how it's weighing on the person, and then. You sit, you sit and think like, okay, maybe that's one of the reasons why God tells us we need to lighten the load by forgiving mm. or by doing this. You know what I mean? And so not only can you get the gospel message, but you can find clarity 
by knowing the gospel, knowing that God is commanding us to do this, whether it's love or be merciful, all of these different things. I can see compassion when I watch certain movies and it's like, man, it brings the gospel message to life. You know what I mean? And so, yeah, you got to know the gospel. Remember that. You got to know the gospel. And here's another thing. When you start looking at life more um, critically, and I'm not saying being critical, like, like critical, I'm saying like really examining the things that go on and mm-hmm. putting them into the perspective of uh, what would God do in this situation. It, 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 it literally helps you become a theologian. We should all be theologians, right? And what, what is God doing in this? What is God doing here? It, it, this actually helps you read the Bible better because yeah. you're looking at the narrative of the scripture and you're going, oh, what does that mean? And you start researching and you start looking more and you start seeing things. You're like, I never saw that before. I never saw that before. Cause sometimes we just be reading the Bible so fast. Just, just trying to get, I, I got to get my reading done tonight. But when you slow down and start reading the stories, start reading commentaries about that day and that age and that time, start reading his, historically about that day, that age and that time that Paul was doing this and that Jesus was doing this. And so it gives you a greater context uh, of what might've been happening in that environment. That's why we've always been talking about uh, we we've we've gotten to a place where we 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 want to get rid of the theology of suffering. But we see what the church was going through and they still had. Um, they still had joy. They still had peace in the midst of persecution. They were celebrating uh, the apostles celebrating getting beaten and thrown in jail for the sake of Christ. That's not what Christianity we see today. It's just yeah. not. Man, so, let somebody hit you in your head and put you in prison yeah. and you don't think that you're supposed to be there. You ain't going to be rejoicing that you're doing it for the sake of Christ. Yeah, especially here in the West. No, ain't, man, I don't <laughs> care what I believe. You ain't supposed to be putting your hands on me. Yeah. So. And that, and, yeah, go ahead. No, I'm just saying, so we, we just got to get to that place where we think like that. That And that's the key. You basically finished off what I was just about to say. We got to get to that place. That means we got to start preparing people to be those type of people that we see in the scriptures and that we see in places like some places in the East where people are being persecuted. People are getting their houses and their churches burned down. People are being their houses and stuff being stormed at gunpoint and they taking the father or the parents away and kids being left by themselves. We, we, we couldn't handle it. I don't say everybody couldn't handle it, but a lot of uh, believers here in in the United States couldn't handle stuff like that. And so we have to get to the place like you were just saying to where that's that's the way we are. We are what we see in Scripture and not because it's in Scripture, but that's how Christ lived it out. And so, yeah. And 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 I also want to point out that's good, bro. I also want to point out one movie that I forgot and I cannot believe I forgot this movie. Uh-oh. The Matrix. Oh, man. Matrix speaks to one of those fundamental things about faith that people will often refute or people say, I believe, but I don't know how I believe. And that's called, yeah. it's a big word, it's called epistemology. Can It's a study of can I know. And the yeah. Matrix is all about knowing that deeper. And it has all these other images with Neo being the one and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. But the whole thing is a matrix blew so many people's mind, but they were like, man, what, what if I'm really in the matrix right now? What if I'm really <laughs> yeah. in the, what if I'm really, and man, there's so many things that you can just point to these concepts about God, 
But first, you got to get into the concept of God. Right. Uh, maybe another movie might talk about the origin of human beings. Right. And so can we know that God created us? And so you have to start thinking in these themes uh, in order to uh, be able to share things. And so that's one that I forgot to talk about, The Matrix. That definitely blew a lot of people's mind when that movie came out. People were like, oh, my goodness, this is crazy. And so um, Star Wars, like all those things, can truth be oh, yeah. known? Can yeah. truth be truly known? And so you can be in a conversation with somebody and you can ask them, man, do you think you can really know truth? Man, that, that's a heavy one that you can put on somebody's head. Man, you you put that on somebody's head. It's like you can got you got an hour or two conversation if the person is willing, and if you got time, if you if you throw that out, you might as well be ready to talk for a long time. Yes, yes. Unless you hang out with people that be like, oh, uh, I don't know. <laughs> then you ask another question. <laughs> In the conversation that quick, I don't know. <laughs> okay is that all you want to say <laughs> for real okay that's it okay let's, yeah let's figure something else out yeah because i i can remember when i used to work in the office when a new movie came out i mean everybody was that next monday everybody was talking about it. they had to go see it the first weekend that it came out you know uh and so we have to be able to connect with people because people listen. Here's another thing. If you don't share the gospel and the mystery of the gospel and these things with people, somebody else won't come along and have them believe in something, have people believe. Like if you really think about it, people don't really come up with their own thoughts. Nobody really comes up with it. Like we've been on the planet. So you're thinking something that's already thought up. Yes, sir. You're pretty much thinking something that's already thought up. And so you'll see, Things like um, Scientology, that's obviously made up. Um, uh, yeah. um, if you're a Scientologist, we can we can talk about it in, in the chat. But you'll see these things, and it's like, okay, that's made up. <laughs> yeah, that's made up. And so we need to be able to discern truth from not. And so people gravitate towards it because it says stuff. It has a story to it. It has an arc to it. Mm-hmm. And so anyway. I'm I'm I don't even know what else to say about it, man. I think we've we we've 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 addressed this, man. You got anything else? Man, I, I would throw out one more thing. Uh I'm gonna read something out of Proverbs twenty two here in just a second, but I wanna throw something out there from a TV show. Hmm. I, I, it's gonna be controversial because the person is in jail, but it's one of the great shows from the eighties and the nineties, man, the Cosby show. And so uh I look at first, let me just go ahead and read Proverbs 22, verse six. And everybody knows this scripture. This is the New Living Translation. It says, direct your children onto the right path. And when they are older, they will not leave it. Um, the reason why I brought that up and I brought up the Cosby show is if you noticed how invested um Cliff and Claire are in the lives of their children, um, making sure that they not only do what's right in the house, but they do what's right and conduct themselves a certain way when they're at school or when they're out in public um, and how compassionate they are 
to their children and how uh, they try to teach them the right way of doing things and so that it can lead them on a proper path. One thing about that scripture is, is when there's talking about training a child up in the way that they should go, uh, one of the things that's, that's key to point out is, is that you don't train up every child the same way. Every child is different. And so it's, it's a lot of it has to do with training up a child according to their temperament. How does this person learn? How, 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 how can I train you up in a way that you can really learn something and really start, it, it can start to benefit your life. Yeah. And so if you watch the Cosby show, uh, you'll notice how they, they, every child is different, right? They understand how you got to do Theo. They understand how you got to, 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 to do Denise and Rudy. And just tell everybody. Vanessa, go to her room. Go to your to room, Vanessa. Just go to your room and quit telling on everybody. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to get everybody business. But they understand, right? You know what I mean? And, and bro, you can attest to this, right? Because you got four kids of your own, right? You know, everybody don't leave, don't leave Reagan out. She'll fight I, you. I, I'm sorry, Reagan. I'm sorry. <laughs> Uncle Kyle's is sorry. <laughs> but you, you know exactly how different everybody is and you, you have to address them accordingly. You know what I mean? And so I look at how even Jesus did with his disciples. Not only is it there right there in Proverbs, but even Jesus, uh, did certain things differently with his disciples and we have to be prepared to look for stuff like that. I know the Cosby show is controversial. Everybody's like, uh, Bill Cosby's in jail for sexually starting all these women. Hey, outside of that, it was we a great about, show. We talking about the show. Yeah. Great show where these individuals are raising up their kids and they're trying to show their kids a better way to live. I know everybody doesn't have the type of money that Cliff and Claire had, and that's beside the point. The point is, if you pay attention on how they, when their kids, even just look at how they, when their kids mess up, how they can really read their kids their rights. But guess what? They show up, they find a way to be compassionate and show them, hey, I still love you. You messed up. Go and do something differently the next time. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. And so, you know what? You reminded me of the thing I said a while ago. I said I had pitfalls and I had three, I had five things to look for. I forgot that point. And then, yeah. I dropped the, then I let you drop the mic this time. <laughs> but if you're confused about what are some gospel themes I should be looking for in movies, I got five for you right here. All right. Mm. One, look for when good defeats evil. Yeah. You can always point people to the gospel when good defeats evil, right? Uh, happy endings. When, the, when, the, when it ends on, yes. at the end of this life. We're going to have a happy ending. That's the gospel message, right? Um, when you see someone trying to fix an issue and they only make it worse, when they try to do it in their self and they only make it worse, that is a gospel message. We we messed yes, up is. this world. <laughs> on uh, And Jesus yes, had to sir. come and fix it. That's why we say, Jesus, come fix it. All right. Another one. Sacrificial love. When you see someone lay down their life yeah. sacrificially. That is a gospel message. Like the Guardians of the Galaxy, when they sacrificial. Somebody jump in front of the bullet. Sacrificial. Yeah. That man, I cried when he died for sacrificial. Yeah. I even gotta tell y'all how that meets the gospel. Themes of suffering. 
Mm. You can find themes of suffering. And I always go back to suffering. I'm like, you the suffer master. Because I think we don't <laughs> talk about it enough. We you always don't. try to get up out of it. When you see themes of suffering mm-hmm. that needs someone to come in and relieve that suffering eventually, mm. the gospel message, the gospel message. And so like uh, Schindler's List, man. Yeah, yeah. Corey Tim Boone, what's the what, what I forget the name of that 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 one. When you see people just they they lean into suffering and they don't down with it, but they go in and they 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 they, they come alongside. Um Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh I could go on and on, but there you go. Those are those, those are things I say look for yeah. in the the gospel sharing. And I, I know there's many more, but those are just five I came up with to start out with. And so if you see those things in TV shows, movies, books, I just got into reading books during the pandemic. I read books, but I read nonfiction. Mm-hmm. I just got into reading fiction because Jay plugged his movie. I'm writing a, <laughs> I'm writing a, I'm writing a story, a novel. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, but you, as you just saw, you know, what's going to be in it. We're going to talk about the gospel. Yes, sir. So what you got for him, Jay, before we go on this bright, sunny uh, only thing I have to say is don't knock. And you already kind of said this. Don't knock, knock what we're talking about. Don't, don't knock it and say that we're, man, y'all doing too much now. I know it's y'all podcast, but y'all just can't be just coming up with whatever topic y'all want. You always talk yeah. about tell me what the Bible say. Now you tell me what, <laughs> tell me what Moana say. <laughs> <laughs> yes sir <laughs> just 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 have your eyes open that's all i'm gonna say have your eyes open as you're watching movies or tv shows especially if you're watching something with your children have your eyes open you know because if your eyes ain't open to the gospel your eyes will be open to some other stuff there's plenty of stuff to lust after on some of this stuff but if you're paying attention and looking at what God can reveal to you and whoever else is watching that with you, you'll find things, uh, topics, points of discussion. Just 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 allow God to speak. Uh, sometimes I pray even before I watch a movie. I'll be like, Lord, you know, I, I, I've had to stop movies because sermons start to come to me in the middle of the movie. I mean, just pause it and start taking notes. And I. I just like, man, next thing I know, 30 minutes that went by, I didn't got an outline, points, and everything. All I got to do is add some finishing touches on the next day. Yeah. And so, yeah. You know, I, mean, you know, I throw a movie scene in the middle of a sermon in a minute. I'm trying to tell you. Tell them about the boom, boom room, right? <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I actually, I let Junior watch that for the first time uh, about a month ago or two months ago. Boy, he was he was he was he was rolling, rolling man. <laughs> he was rolling. <laughs> Say, but yeah, man, don't don't knock don't knock what we're talking about. Uh, we're not saying that these movies gonna re- replace the gospel or replace the Bible, but it's gonna help you that if you've actually been in your Bible, you'll begin to start recognize some things. So, um, I guess the only thing else left to say is, tell me what. The Bible, Bible <laughs> That's the remix. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
Nej, you didn't hit the... You did the old deacon on us. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys next time. <laughs> yes, sir. Ah, that's the money maker.